gone are the days when I hear the sound of birds and I think, that is stupid, why are you making noise? Now I appreciate them more. They are more faithful, they are more loyal, they are more obedient to their God than man is. Woe unto those who treat animals like they are dumb, for they are more righteous than humans. They didn't sin, man sinned. They are not dumb, because they know what love is. They know how to be affectionate. They know what it is to care for their own. I think we we need to pay close attention to animals, and we would see these godly traits amongst themselves. They fight, they love, they care, they mourn, they fear, just like man. Just like man. Yesterday, we listened to Jacob pronounce blessings. We listened to Jacob prophesy in the lives of his children. And I I went back to the chapter even after studying with you on the podcast. I'm like, what is peculiar? What can we learn from this lesson? And it's what I saw, what God opened my eyes to see was that lesson that was formally said that in the five books given to Moses is actually what someone that reads only the five books of Moses has the full gospel of Jesus Christ and it's very exciting Moses was given everything I bet you now, this is why. This is what I actually noticed. So, in Genesis chapter 49, verses 5 to 6, this is what that verse, or this is what those verses say. He said, Jacob said, Simeon and Levi are brothers, instrument of cruelty in their dwelling place. Let not my soul enter their council. Let's highlight that. Let not my soul enter their council. Let not my honor be united to their assembly. For in their anger they slew a man. And in their self-will they am strong an ox. Now, let's now listen to what is written in the book of Proverbs chapter 1 verse 15 to 16. Now, Proverbs is now way beyond the five books of Moses. Proverbs is in the future of the Bible. The first five books of Moses, Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, Deuteronomy. Now, this is Proverbs chapter 1, verse 15 to 16. And it says, My son, do not walk in the way with them. Keep your feet from their path for their feet not uh, for their feet run to evil and they make haste to shed blood isn't this similar to what Jacob said about his two sons Simeon and Levi 
that no i don't want to be in your company i don't your anger makes you quick to shed blood and we are seeing this same thing in proverbs chapter 1 verse 15 to 16 that says my son walk not in their way for they are quick to shed blood they make haste to shed blood i'm like wow The same God that inspired Moses to write this history of what Joseph, of sorry, of what Jacob prophesied and spoke to his sons, is the same God that inspired the writers of other passages, other chapters of the Bible, and everything is in perfect. I repeat, perfect sync. It's interesting it is very interesting meaning if we took our time to analyze yesterday's chapter we would see this council even in chapter 49 God is good isn't he he is very very good Hi, my name is Olua Femi and you are welcome to the Gospel Space. Yes, today we will be studying Genesis chapter 50. This is exciting. This is very exciting. And this is a glorious way to end the book of Genesis. Today we will see the extent. We will just... We have, we have a glimpse of the majesty of the of the place God elevated Joseph to. We would have another little peak as to the extent by which God blessed Joseph. It's very interesting. It is very interesting. And I hope in as much as we are having a glimpse as at these blessings, let's not forget his trials for righteousness. The trials he had to face for righteousness sake. Because we are humans and it can be so easy. Oh Lord, please bless me like you blessed Joseph. Elevate me like you elevated Joseph. Meanwhile, we forget the trials that he faced. Before he got to the point where he got to. Mind you, he didn't suffer for his own sake. He did not. He didn't suffer because he was a lazy servant. He didn't suffer because he wasn't diligent in his job. He suffered for righteousness sake. For righteousness sake, his brothers sold him. For righteousness sake, he was put behind bars. For righteousness sake not for his own sake not for his own negligence or mistake no but for righteousness sake let us have a word of prayer as we study let us invite the holy spirit to guide and teach us our father in heaven we thank you for today 
We thank you for these great lessons that you are teaching us. We thank you for how you are molding us. We thank you for setting this time to speak to our hearts. We thank you for the desire that you have to transform us back to that image of the beginning. That image of righteousness. Thank you for these several life experiences that you are sharing with us. Thank you for telling us who you are. We are unworthy, but we are grateful. We plead for the forgiveness of our sins. Please have mercy. Please forgive us of our sins. And we ask that you send us your Holy Spirit, not only to teach us this time, but to soften our hearts that we might have the desire to do your will. Please help us, Father. Please save us, for we are in need of your saving. Thank you for answering our prayers. We ask in Jesus' name. Amen. Genesis chapter 49. Now, Jacob is dead. Israel has passed on. Then Joseph fell on his father's face. and He wept over him. He kissed him. And Joseph commanded his servants, the physicians, to embalm his father. So the physicians embalmed Israel. Forty days were required for him, for such are the days required for those who are embalmed. And the Egyptians mourned for him seventy days. Now, for how long did Jacob stay in the land of Goshen or in the land of Egypt? Since they were giving out portions even within Egypt. How long? Just 17 years. Compared to Joseph that was a ruler even before he came. They mourned for Jacob. For the sake of Joseph. They mourned. Now this is heavy. When I heard this. I was like, are you kidding me? The Egyptians mourned for an Hebrew man. Mercy. This was, I was like, God is good. The Hebrew was this elevated. Do you know how easy it to be? Do you know? Well, I'd like to bring this back. I remember I shared how my mom um, was was giving a testimony and she was like, she doesn't believe she has a son that is over 40 years of age. I think it's about 45 or 46 if I remember correctly. But it's over 40 years of age. And she was like, someone like, it, it seemed to her like she gave birth to him yesterday. I can imagine Joseph at this very point, like, wasn't wasn't I slave yesterday? And look at where I am now. I'm, I'm not saying he had this thought when his father died, but I'm just trying to. I'm just trying to put myself there. Like I was a slave a few days ago, and now I see where God has put me. And this this drives a deep lesson. 
it drives a deep lesson. No matter what you are facing today, no matter what you are facing today, in as much as God has promised us victory over this world of sin, when that victory comes, these trials will be like a short time. It will be like yesterday. I have... Yes, welcome back. Let's continue with our study. Now, when the days of his um, mourning were passed, Joseph spoke to the house of Pharaoh, saying, If now I have found favor in your eyes, please speak in the hearing of Pharaoh, saying, My father made me swear, saying, Behold, I am dying in my grave, which I dug for myself in the land of Canaan. There you shall bury me. Now therefore, please, let me go up and bury my father, and I will come back. And Pharaoh said, Go up and bury your father, as he made you swear. So Joseph went up to bury his father, and with him went up all the servants of Pharaoh, the elders of his house, that is Pharaoh's house, and all the elders of the land of Egypt, as well as all the house of Joseph, his brothers, and his father's house, only their little ones, their flocks, and their heads they left in the land of Goshen. And they went up with him, both chariots and horsemen, and it was a great gathering. Yes, it has to be. Yes, it has to be a very great gathering. And for what? For the sake of one man who suffered trials, who suffered persecutions for righteousness sake. Now see the amount of people that went to bury Jacob. Jacob who didn't hold any prominence or any high seat in the land of Egypt. He didn't. Oh. I hope this benefits of obedience registers in my heart as it registers in yours. Now this is interesting. Freely Pharaoh of this time permitted Joseph the Hebrew, Joseph the Israelite, to leave Egypt freely without any restraints, without any hindrance, without any back and forth. He left freely. But in a future chapter, in future verses, we will see that Pharaoh will now deprive Israel that freedom, that liberty to live as they please. Then they came to the threshing floor of Alad, which is beyond the Jordan, and they mourned there with a great and very solemn lamentation. It was great, but it was solemn. You know, when I read this, the Yoruba tribe first 
I was just like, oh, this, is this a remix to the Yoruba people? <laughs> is this? I, I heard one time that anything in Nigeria, anything, I don't, I don't want to say for the Africans, but anything for the Nigerians is a cause for celebration. Person die, they celebrate. Person born, they celebrate. Bad thing happen to person, they celebrate. They say, ah, at least we are still alive. They celebrate. <laughs> so like, okay, okay. And for me, I, I've always, I've always had this thing in mind that why, why? This is just what I think. Why, why are people eating during burial ceremonies? Why, why? Why is there a feast holding for a burial ceremony? Now, this is someone that died at a very good old age. He died about 140, 147. He died at 147, very good old age. And we are not reading a great feast. Instead, we are reading great lamentation. Great and solemn lamentation. They were actually mourning. People that are eating are not mourning. But anyways... One would say, oh, this this was how the Israelites or the Egyptians did their own burial ceremony. We Nigerians were different people. Yeah, 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 yeah. But still, to me, I, I don't, I don't. Someone died. You shouldn't be there to come and eat rice or moi moi and akara. No, no. To me, I repeat, to me. So he observed seven days of mourning for his father. And when the inhabitants of the land, the Canaanites, saw the morning at the threshing floor of Ebal, they said, This is a deep morning of the Egyptians. They did not know that they, it was the morning of a Hebrew man. Of a Hebrew man. Therefore, they called that place Abel Mizarim, which is beyond the Jordan. So his sons did for him just as he had commanded them. For his sons carried him to the land of Canaan and buried him in the cave of the field of Machpelah before Mamre, which Abraham bought with the field from Ephron the Hittite as property for a burial place. And after he had buried his father, Joseph returned to Egypt, he and his brothers and all who went with him to bury his father. Now, we see, um, was it yesterday or the day before, we read that Jacob told Joseph that, see, when it's time to bury me, don't bury me here. Take me back to the land of Canaan. Take me back to Manri. One would think that, oh, he just told Joseph special, but here we are seeing that he actually told all his children. All of them knew about where he desired to lay his head. And rest before the Lord comes. Now, when Joseph's brothers saw that their father was dead, they said, Perhaps Joseph will hit us and may actually repay us for all the evil which we did to him. Guilt. So they sent messengers to Joseph, saying, Before your father died, he commanded, saying, Thus you shall say to Joseph, I beg you, please give the trespass, please forgive the trespass of your brothers and their sin, 
for they did evil to you. Now please forgive the trespass of your servants, of the God of your father. And Joseph wept when they spoke to him. Then his brother also wept. Sorry, then his brothers also went and fell down before his face. And they said, Behold, we are your servants. Was that dream Joseph had when he was about 17 from God? Yes. He had it twice, meaning it is sure. He had it twice, meaning it is established. Well, twice meaning it's established and meaning it would soon come to pass. And here again we see his brothers, we see 11 stars come before him to bow to him, declaring that they, his brothers, are his servants. Then Joseph said to them, do not be afraid, for I, for am I in the place of God? What are the two greatest commandments? Love to God and love to man. You see, it's very easy for Christians, it's very easy for myself and yourself to say, oh yes, God is the only person that matters. But we see that our fellow man matters. Because of the fear they had, Joseph had to caution them that don't be afraid. Am I in the place of God? But as for you, you meant evil against me, but God meant it for good in order to bring it <clears throat> in order to bring it about as it is this day to save many people alive. Now therefore do not be afraid. I will provide for you and your little ones. And he comforted them and they spoke kindly to him. These days, there's a lot of oh, mental health care and this and that and this and that. And we have seen that there is nothing new under the sun. We have seen that Joseph too had that mental health care experience. He did experience it and yet he forgave. He forgave. So Joseph dwelt in Egypt, he and his father's household, and Joseph lived 110 years. Joseph saw Ephraim's children. Ephraim, his son, he saw Ephraim's children to the third generation. This is amazing. The children of Marke, the son of Manasseh. So Joseph did not only see Manasseh's sons, he saw the sons of Manasseh's sons. Wow! And they were also brought up on Joseph's knees. And Joseph said to his brethren, I am dying, but God will surely visit you and bring you out of this land to the land of which he swore to Abraham, to Isaac, 
unto Jacob. Then Joseph took an oath from the land of Israel, saying, God will surely visit you, and you shall carry up my bones from here. So Joseph died, being one hundred and ten years old, and they bowed him, and he was put in a coffin in Egypt. Now, maybe I'm the one thinking too much about this, but this statement, Joseph, this charge he gave to Israel, that when you are living here, when God takes you back to the land of Canaan, he said, take my bones. This sounds to me, I hope I'm not overthinking it, but this sounds to me that he knew or God has revealed to him that they would actually spend a while in the land of Egypt. But he told them, don't forget, this is not home. Egypt is not your home. Do not forget that. Do not forget. Our word of encouragement today is a very timely one. And it is essential for today's lesson. And it says, it's coming from the book of James. James chapter 5 verse 14 and it says confess your trespasses to one another and pray for one another that you may be healed i like to ask verses like these questions what will bring healing to you and what will bring healing to me confession of our sins against each other and praying for each other that that is what will bring healing to myself and that is what will bring healing to you and it goes on the effective the fervent prayer of a righteous man avails much oh my dear friends my dear friends God has revealed to us that his commands are not burdensome. Men like you and me who faced trials, who have life experiences that are similar to ours, even if they didn't term, the, term those trials with terms that we give them today, we see that they obeyed. We see that Joseph found healing as he forgave. The commands of God, the words of God, they are healing to our body, they are healing to our mind, and they are healing to our soul. I pray we obey. I pray we have a desire to do the will of God. Tomorrow is the Sabbath. I pray and wish you a pleasant Sabbath. I plead I pray that you have a wonderful day. 
and god bless you